I said to Brittany while you had those headphones on that I have thoughts on um, <laughs> deep thoughts on Call of Duty after playing Halo and watching zombie videos from after Call playing of Duty. Halo. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll make sense. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> like it doesn't right now. <laughs> Get ready. Welcome to the Chess Talk, episode one sixty-eight. Yeah, it's one sixty-eight. Do you want to do? No, a... it is. It's one sixty-eight. I know it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if not, it's gonna be just two one sixty-eights in a row. Hey, it's fine. It's one sixty-eight. It's always one sixty-eight here. We're here, the three of us again. No, Tyler, sadly, or Carlos. Schedules are hard. They are. But we're here. We're going to be talking about some more Maniac. We're going to talk about Project Stream and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just briefly on that. And we're going to talk about a villain this week. A little bit lighter of a villain, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Okay. So, what have you been up to, Rob? Um, so we can get, oh, Rob and I are playing chess. He's going first. I am going first. This is right. We play chess and we talk. We do. Sometimes it's quick. Sometimes that's it takes it. way too long, but that's fine. We so got a good average. I forget what, talk, what I talked about last week. House may be sold. Maybe. Most Ooh. likely. We'll see. I mean, we're in, we're in a positive direction right now. Going to California next week to visit the fam. That's it. I mean, it's been really boring. I ran a Call of Duty last weekend. Play the crap out of that. Uh-huh. Um, is it like a new Call of yeah. Duty? Yeah. Okay. It came out I don't last keep Friday. up with this shit. So. It, this new one, is, there's a new one like every other year. Yeah, because they have two companies working on it, so it's every year. I three. They got Treyarch, they got Infinity Ward. There's one other one, I forget what it's called, but they, it, they've worked on games as well. I forget. It, it's, it's, it's a smaller, smaller, oh, okay. smaller group. Um, <laughs> but they, they, they're, 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 I think they focus more on like um, like the smaller platforms like Wii, Switch. Oh, uh, um, so they and, do like the ports essentially. Yeah, basically. Okay. Um, yeah. I guess they don't really work on it. They just port stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's really so it. So we can talk about that when we get to Assassin's Creed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brittany and I got back from Flagstaff. A. Hey. Oh, yeah. Do you want to lead that discussion? Do I? Sure. <laughs> I don't even remember it. Fuck. Yeah, I was thinking, I was like, oh, it would have been cool if we just recorded last Sunday because we were like right back from the trip. Yeah. Super fresh. It was fun. I kind of It kind of made me want to move there now. Um, yeah, because but... it's the Pacific Northwest vibe, but not far from Vegas. Like the elevation, like the forest. It's... How far away is it? Four hours, not even. So three. it's like we got to back in three hours. Oh, so literally like the drive to Phoenix. Then basically, you just probably diverge somewhere and go to Flagstaff. Did you guys... you take the ninety five south mm-hmm. to the forty. Yeah, the forty, okay. and then you're in Flagstaff. Okay, that's even more direct. Yeah, like you switch over to the forty in Kingman, and you just take that oh, e- directly it's east. It's you're exactly in Flagstaff. how we go to Phoenix. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's awesome. Weather's so nice. It was cold, There's... but Saturday I was comfortable. It was still cold. Like, with just like my sweater, I was like dope. So the weather is significantly colder. What's like the the Lowell um, Observatory is like what seven thousand? It's seven thousand feet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, elevation. That's the elevation. And what, what are we here? We're like four thousand. We're, we're like three thousand. Yeah, so are we? Yeah. I mean, we're high desert, yeah. but significantly <laughs> yeah. higher than here. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. It was like fifties all weekend. It nice. rained like crazy on Saturday. Like it was downpouring. We got good burgers. The kind of reason we went. Diablo burger. I think we talked about it before. I was gonna try and figure out what episode we talked about it before whenever we went to flagstaff last yeah like november like november of 2016, 2016. Okay, okay so i think it was like in the 80s or 90s is probably when we went probably yeah yeah but i'm sure we talked about diablo burger there but they're just good kind of expensive burgers with like english muffin buns really mm-hmm. and they um like brand the buns with their logo and they're all like local source 
grass fed, fed meat meat and it's all cooked medium rare huh it's really good it's really good burgers. that's very interesting and they have like i don't know, like the usual toppings like i got a burger with guacamole and bacon and the california burger basically yeah <laughs> It was called the Blutarski. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Blutarski. That sounds familiar. Yeah, I don't know why it's called yeah. that. But they have a bunch of dipping sauces for your fries. The fries are really good, too. I forgot about that. Yeah. They're like, ooh, herbed and seasoned. Mm-hmm. But you could get like chimichurri. I got a coffee barbecue. I can't remember what the brand was, but it was, it was good. It was pretty good, yeah. Yeah. We went to Lowell. I don't really want to talk about it too much because, again, last time I'm sure we did. But I saw a Nebula, a ooh. Dying Star. I nice. could see like the waves of like energy mm-hmm. going off of it we saw a globular cluster i love stars clusters are so cool it, it was, was really cool probably was like the, the prettiest thing, thing. well i think i saw the nebula better than you did it was just like a green blob to yeah me. but the nebula and the globular cluster i think were the coolest things that we saw mm-hmm. and it wasn't that cold but it was cloudy so we had to like stop viewing yeah. it oh, yeah because we were gonna go saturday night but we saw that it was gonna rain all day and we wouldn't have been able to fucking see yeah. anything. I was like, let's just go Friday just so we know we can see stuff. It'll be fine. Like, it'll probably be shorter, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we got there, like, at a good time. Like, got to get everything in before the clouds started covering everything up. And on the same note, I'm super excited about to be in Washington. Because here, you have to drive pretty... I think feel like you have to drive pretty far to get away from, like, a lot of the light pollution. Yeah. I think where we're going to be living, it's going to be a lot darker. Yeah. I, I mm-hmm. may actually get a telescope just to kind of, like, check shit out because... Right. I don't know. That's that looking up there is like that is like millions of years old and it's so far away, but mm-hmm. you can look at it and see how beautiful it is. Yeah, that's so. the cool part about Flagstaff is they're so strict about light pollution oh, really? because of the Lowell Observatory. Mm-hmm. All the lights are designed; they're like orange bulbs and they point directly down as mm-hmm. opposed to just like everywhere. They're called a dark sky city. Yeah, that's it's cool. like a movement. Yeah, that, when, I mean that, that's awesome. When we got to Lowell Observatory, it was like pitch black up oh, there. Oh yeah, they just have like these tiny little like not even like lamps sticking out of the ground that like guide the sidewalk and that's it like i couldn't really see more than like 10 feet in front of me yeah that's super super cool yeah Mm -hmm. we can see like the milky way yeah you just look up and you just see it Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) we're gonna go travel to at some point in the future Uh um i think if you're in the area flagstaff is a really cool place to just visit Mm because it's not like you need to spend like an entire week there it's a good little weekend trip and you can kind of see what you want to see like you see nau that's a cool little campus you got Lowell, and you got all the good like restaurants Bars. in the downtown area. The downtown yeah. area is really cool. They have good coffee, good beer. Yeah, really good beer. Are the lights orange for any particular reason, or just because? I think it gives off less pollution as opposed to like the Lure. white or yellow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes oh, sense. Yeah. Here, there's a website I you should put in a link down yeah. that yeah talks about that. I'm gonna find like a comparison of like normal street lights to their street mm-hmm. lights. And I think that makes sense because I think uh, red shifted lights. Mm-hmm. They, they don't have they're they're I think weaker um mm-hmm. in terms of their wavelengths so they don't travel as far whereas they as you get towards the blue and ultraviolet they have more energy so they travel further right yeah i think that's why it's a more like orange hue just because it doesn't give off as much right so it's really fucking dark like i didn't really drive at night there but i didn't want to just because i'm like i don't know the streets and in fact it's just Black. every street is so dark yeah that's a smart move i think <laughs> yeah so i mean that was cool i love going there we'll probably go again Spend tears. Yeah, maybe <laughs> sooner. sooner. It all depends. Hopefully not in winter, because we keep going when it's like cold there. I think it'd be nice to go in the summer to get like a break from the heat here, and so that way we can like actually go on more hikes and stuff, and not 
be freezing. Yeah. That's it wasn't cool. that cold Did you... during the hike because it hadn't started raining yet. It wasn't cold when we started going uphill because, like, my heart started pumping more. Yeah. But, like, going downhill and it was shaded for a lot of it, like, that was kind of... I was getting cold. Yeah, because you're not exerting yourself nearly as much. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. Anything else, Britt? Any standouts from the trip? I just genuinely like it. I don't know. I don't really have much to say other than just... I want to yeah. go there forever. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's quiet. It's mm-hmm. peaceful. The people there are not rude. They don't really bother each other. The downtown area is fun, but also like tame and not overwhelming. There's one thing I'm surprised you haven't mentioned is the dog per person ratio there. Dude, <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up. Just there are a lot of dogs and it makes me happy and you don't need to hear about that all the time. I think like every day we saw at least like 30 or so dogs yeah, just walking around. Were they all good dogs though? Always. Yeah. If you met oh. a dog, come on. I mean, a couple. Yeah. Uh, update on the Blutarski. I, I knew why it sounded really familiar. It's uh, John Bellucci's character in Animal House. Oh, I've never seen that. Oh, that's oh, funny. You guys, should really wa- <laughs> you guys should really watch that. Okay. You t- we talked about how Indiana Jones was kind of edgy in yeah. terms of like, the current climate. That'll be a fun one to watch. What year did that movie come out? <laughs> like the 60s? The 60s or 70s, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty old. Anyways. Do you want to talk about Project Stream first or talk about the TV show? Let's do Project Stream. It's, I think that gaming stuff's pretty light this, this yeah. week. So. Yeah, typically. So Project Stream, I don't know if we mentioned it before. It was like a beta thing that Google is doing where if you sign up for it, you're going to be entered in for a chance to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey. But the thing is that they stream it through a browser. Mm-hmm. So as long as you have a good enough internet connection, that's all you need to play this AAA brand new game that came out this year. Yep, and you get uh, I think some credits to buy some in-game items. You can't add any more. Oh, really? Um, yeah, you, you think you have like a thousand credits, so you can buy like Pegasus or other like legendary items, but only huh. buy one. And you can't add more money to the game. Uh, but you, I think you can log in with your UPlay account if that yes. matters. So you can I think retain that if you play it again on whatever platform. Right. Um, which, if that's ca- the case, one of my complaints about this was they potentially not be able to retain all that stuff. But if they can, that's pretty sweet. But, I mean, you have until January. Yeah, you've like, it's a long beta. Mid-January to play the game. So I was like, I don't really know if I'm going to finish the game. But if I wanted to, I have more than enough time oh, yeah. to just 100% it if I cared that much. Right. <laughs> and, and there, for me, lies in kind of the problem. Uh, it's kind of twofold. One, Assassin's Creed was never really, like, that great of a game for me to play. I enjoyed I enjoyed lore and everything else like that. And it's got a lot of lore across the different franchise um, games. But... When it came down to the actual gameplay itself, there, to me, wasn't really a compelling reason to play this on the browser versus anything else, like a console or a PC as mm-hmm. a full-fledged uh, local game, um, because the con- the uh, quality of the game was very much console quality. Yeah. So, uh, to me, it's a very kind of weird situation to be in. Um, I'll have to wait and see kind of what it looks like later on um, when it actually becomes a full, if it becomes a full service where they actually work with AAA developers or, or publishers to, to uh, provide other games as well as like a monthly service fee, kind of yeah. like uh, YouTube premium. Yeah, it I, all depends on the price because since yeah. it's free, I was like, I don't care really what it looks like. Just the fact that I can play it for free and it feels like it's just on my computer. Yeah. Like there's no latency. It wasn't choppy or anything. Like it was just yeah. pretty much seamless from what I played. But the game, yeah, eh, I'm yeah. not, I'm not loving it. But I'm only maybe an hour in, like forty-ish minutes in. I think I played for like forty minutes, and I was like, yeah. "This is interesting." But it, it's one of those open-world games where it's like, as soon as I started like being able to do stuff, and I was like, "Cool, this is great." And then I was just like bombarded with side quests. Here's a thing you can go see. Here's like a synchronization point you can go climb up to. And I was just like, 
well, I don't want to do any of that, so what do I do? That's, it's kind of funny you say that because I was watching, um, I want to say it was Video Game Donkey on YouTube where somebody else was complaining about the game where um, once you get to a point in the game where you kind of complete most of the stuff, mm-hmm. you can't really finish the story until you finish all of these like really nebulous side missions. Because you have to level up. Right. And then once you finish them all, you can finally finish the game. So they're not really side missions. They're more just quests you have to do yeah. to progress the story, but in a non-direct, indirect way. I- I don't know if it's an issue with the pacing of the game. Like, they didn't space out the main story missions. Like, if yeah. the issue is they keep giving you story missions when they really should, like, force you to do side quests. Right. I don't know if that's the issue. I haven't gone that far. Yeah. But it seems like right now they're just kind of like, here's everything you can do. I So, I, I did say it wasn't compelling to me um, because of the quality of the game and everything else like that. The other thought I have is kind of different, is I'm maybe not necessarily the best candidate because I have a decent gaming computer. I do have all yeah. three consoles, so maybe I'm not the target audience. If they could bring this to a tablet type of form factor with the potential to add like a control to it, to it all of the Nintendo Switch, this would be a much, much interesting product uh, ecosystem that they could offer. I wonder if you can do it on like a tablet, because it's it just, tried. if you go to a browser technically you can stream this game and play this game yeah i don't know how the controls would work or that is true i, I don't I, I didn't try plugging a controller to do the browser play gameplay oh i had a controller did it work yeah totally okay, fine then, then i didn't yeah. have to do anything it was just like use a controller or a keyboard and i just moved the controller and it started working so i know for side note to this steam is has a beta client for the for phones and tablets where you can play steam games on your phone oh okay in like your local network um, and you can plug in a controller um, to play it. So I'm thinking that since the PS4 controller natively works with the Android phones, you probably could do it with Android tablet probably. or the Pixel uh, with the new Windows came up, Pixel Slate. Mm-hmm. You probably can use it with that as well. Yeah. Because I think it's just you have to you'd be using a, a modern Chrome browser version, yeah. and you should be able to launch it. I'm excited to see where this is going because yeah. just like in the first iteration that they're releasing to the public, it seems pretty good. Yeah. Like it's once solid. if they make this like a like you said like a monthly service maybe with like. Uh, ea origin access for like pay this much a month or xbox's game pass like pay this much a month and you can play all these games just through a browser i think that's really what's gonna get more people to play games because you don't have to have a good computer nope you just have to have a good internet connection i think most people probably have at least like 100 megabytes per second down uh not in the u.s no no the u.s is really lagging behind well does that account for all the rural areas it like does. that it factors does. in okay well yeah that's gonna it throw it down um but yeah no that it, i think for most major cities where you've got people that have kids or anything else and they don't they can't afford to throw down for a console or a gaming computer buy them a cheap laptop and they just can play it that way yeah so it'll be an interesting alternative to plunking down four hundred dollars for a console and then another sixty dollars for the game every single time a game comes out i wonder how the implic- what the implications will be for games that are online if it'll offer games like I'm, to my thought or or for people like ea activision they offer a lot of online games that release yearly like call of duty so i wonder if there's a potential to play online games there and what that's going to look like because there's an extra step now you have your own latency and then the internet latency yeah so or will they stick it just to single player games probably just at least for now until they get everything figured yeah, out yeah it's inter- interesting um product nonetheless i just google's got their hands in so many different yeah. things now well play more of assassin's creed to give a more thorough yeah. discussion i'm sure in the coming weeks yeah but you played black ops yeah so and you got um, thoughts so last weekend i rented uh black ops for i think it was total five days i originally have for three and then i was like i kind of want to keep playing i played it and 
initially my thoughts were because there's no campaign, it was going to be kind of lame. There's no real story to, to go off of, which I kind of enjoyed. Not that their campaigns are particularly like riveting. They have gotten better in the last three or four Black Ops games, at least. They've mm-hmm. got a kind of a cohesive narrative that goes across every game. Huh. But I was like, all right, that's, that's kind of lame. 60 bucks is pretty steep for basically the original, the, the standard, at, you know, multiplayer fare. Um, and then the, uh, what's the new mode, Blackout, which is basically kind of a take on the Battle Royale. System. Oh, okay, that's what it's called? Yeah, so, oh. which is kind of clever. And that, that actually was really fun. It's not, nothing like PUBG, Fortnite, Ring of Elysium. It's very different. It's it's Call of Duty Battle Royale. Like, I saw the Shroud, yeah. first Shroud game or whatever of it, and I was like, okay, so it's like, you if you know Battle Royale, you know the game, yeah. but it has enough differences where it's like, you would still kind of want to try it. Yes, and uh, the first takeaway was, it is not that fun on the controller oh. um, strictly because the pickup mechanics are you have to kind of be looking at the item to, to like register the little ui to pick it up oh. um, and then your inventory management is also very clunky because you have to use the thumbsticks that seemed like the worst thing to me just yeah. seeing how you have to like scroll through everything all at once like mm-hmm. there's no just like menu that you can open unless i'm wrong from what i've seen i it looks like on the PC, if you go up to someone you've killed and you look at their loot, you actually pick up or open your menu system when you're above it after you opened it. It'll maybe open a menu system that's a little bit different. I didn't try that, and I returned the game, so I can't try that. Uh, um, but that, that was interesting, maybe, that, that, that they worked that in. Uh, something really funny they worked in really early on. Um, so I played Friday, the launch day, and I played a bunch of that. Um, they didn't have a counter for people jumping out of the, 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 the uh, airdrops to start the round. And then by the second day, they had added a counter to the to the right-hand side of the screen. Huh. So they updated it super, super fast. Yeah. That was pretty interesting. Um, but that, 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 that mode is actually not bad. I, 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 I'm yeah. contemplating picking it up. Um, my general thoughts about the, this, this, con, this game is it is worth $60 because the zombie mode has actually got its own storyline that I didn't realize spanned across every single game that's got zombies in it. So much lore. I watched, a, I think it was like a 30 minute video on the lore and I'm like, oh my God, there's like, I, I love lore, but this is like so convoluted yeah. and so hard to follow. But the fact that they're sticking with it and evolving it and making it kind of, in, you have to work to get to the story. Yeah. Because it's not just like you play this on mode, oh, here's the story. You have to really find the weird things that are unmarked mm-hmm. in the game. So that, that kind of brought my, my uh, uh, opinion to change towards, this is actually worth $60. Huh. It's not one of the older games where it's like the campaign's garbage for like four or five hours and then you just have the normal deathmatch stuff. You have the deathmatch stuff, you have this whole new blackout system and then you have this this very expansive uh, zombie stuff yeah and after playing halo the last couple days i've realized how much crappier halo is in comparison to other games like it like call of duty where the hit reg- registration the net code and everything else is so much superior on call of duty mm-hmm. compared to halo hmm. there's a lot more inconsistencies with shooting and aiming at halo than there is on call of duty so i guess verdict for call of duty is i would say buy it if you like call of duty are you interested in playing it right it's a worth your buy it's not just like 60 dollars to just multiplayer and that's and it yeah and it's not means to extract more money from dlc yeah it's actually a solid foundation you get enough value out of the game yeah as soon as you buy it yeah definitely. that's cool maybe yeah. we'll do a zombie land or something zombie land zombies land zombies oh. <laughs> let's do it are you gonna say something oh okay she loves she loves zombies because <laughs> that's what karen does in the office Oh, that's right. <laughs> Call of Duty. Remember that? This one, I think the, the third or fourth episode where he's in, uh, not Scranton, where is he at? Stanford. Stanford branch. Is that second or third? That's third season. Third right? season, yes. yeah. So they're playing, and it's like. It's like know. a team building exercise where the yeah. whole office plays Quote, Call of Duty. Yeah. yeah. Except for the, man, the manager doesn't play, right? He does. Oh, does he he comes out and like yells at them because they're doing so bad. <laughs> he's like yelling at Jim, like, what are you doing? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. He never played before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
that's that's how you feel right now. Call of Duty. <laughs> it's fun. So we can move on so Brittany doesn't fall asleep. Have an aneurysm. <laughs> I mean, she'll still probably have one of those. <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> I'm constantly on the verge of just dying. <laughs> Everything is exploding all at once. Mm-hmm. It's your turn. Oh, is it okay? Uh, so we're going to talk about Maniac, episodes four, five, and six. So if you listen to last week's and you're ready for this week's, still be prepared for spoilers. That's your last warning. We're going to get into it. I feel like we're picking the worst episodes to like leave off on. Yeah. Like I feel like if we left off on episode five, that'd be really good yes. because episode six is a very like recovery episode. Yeah. Just like, okay, now you can absorb everything you just fucking watched. And then it ends on like, oh shit. Uh, we're going back in. Yeah. And I was like, God <laughs> it damn it. It ain't over. And it's every, it's every, cliffhangers. That's what it is. Yeah. But every week you're like, oh, so I watched another episode. And I'm like, I know why you do because it leaves on such a cliffhanger. <laughs> I can't not watch yeah, it. You're like, I have to fucking see where this is going. Yeah. But, you know, we don't know going in. It's just, we're going in blind. Mm-hmm. We know it's rated 80%. So that's good. Yeah. It's only 80%? It's on, like 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's, I, I, I so far I rate it pretty higher pretty higher than that pretty higher than that um yeah no it's definitely it's one of those shows that i i just want to keep watching mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but like we talked about last time I, I i'm really hoping they keep it depending on how it ends kind of how it ends i'm really hoping they keep it as a miniseries they don't yes. expand it it's just here you go yeah enjoy i know Brittany, you're pretty confused after the first two episodes do you feel like they're explaining more and like you're kind of getting more of the overall structure of like the universe. I wasn't confused. I just wanted to know like the whole story. Of like you know all of it right now. You yeah. Know. yeah. 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 Like I want to know what Owen's brother did. I want to know something bad. They still haven't told us what he did. No. Mm-hmm. I want to know. I want to know so bad. Anyway. I took his queen and I was excited. Oh, I didn't. Even, I didn't even see that. I forgot he moved there. Anyways. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, um, they teased it again in episode six where Owen started talking to Annie about. His brother. And now they want him to lie for and, his brother. And, and then, then it cuts away. Cuts away. And then they cut back and he's done talking about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> probably, it, it, I've noticed there's a couple scenes where that happens. It's probably just something that's not super important. Mm-hmm. So, more spoilers. Cool. Just, Justin Thoreau's character, when he's talking to Greta to talk to his real mom. Yeah. yeah. There's a first printout we don't see. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And there's a second one that says, I want to meet the real me. Yeah. My true I, self. I think it's, yeah, I think it's just one. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, I, I think it's one of those things where... It's exposition that's completely irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've already seen Owen talk about how he wants, or uh, they want him to lie. Mm-hmm. We don't need to hear that again. We know that that's the gist of it. And Owen doesn't. But we don't know why you. But that's, I think it's building. I think that's specifically because. But do you think they keep doing that because it's totally irrelevant? Why they want him to lie? Like what his brother did think, doesn't matter? I think that's what they're going for, which I want to know what he did. But I think what they're going for is it doesn't matter what he did. It matters that he feels this way about it. And his family is using, using him, him. Yeah. yes yeah i think that's really what's important i loved the at the end of episode five with annie and then a lot of episode six the like interviews of the people and the counter that like yeah. counted yeah. their answers until yeah. they got to a certain score i thought that was such a cool way to have the characters not themselves like digest what just happened and mm-hmm. spit it out to us so we can kind of see what's mm-hmm. going on with the characters mm-hmm. yeah and what the deeper meaning of everything was. Yeah. Yeah. And oh yeah. Seeing that there were subsequent printouts of their analysis. Diagnostics. Yeah. 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 And there's so many scenes in the show where I'm like, I can't tell what, like when the actors auditioned, like what line did they have to audition for? Cause there's so many lines where I'm like, that would be a really good audition tape. Like with, uh, Justin Thoreau's character when he's in the chair in episode six, ranting about his mother mm-hmm. and how she's not a great healer. And like, she 
sells you this happiness and then as soon as you walk away it like crumbles through your hands Mm -hmm. like i'm just imagining all these different actors auditioning with these crazy lines and i feel like every episode there was another line where i'm like oh maybe that was what they auditioned with the justin Theroux line is pretty funny though too because it sounds like he's complaining about his own personal qualms with his mother but it also applies her pop kind of science pop therapist pop therapist that's yeah. the god all these like different like specific <laughs> words that they have much better meaning a pop therapist platitudes yeah it's mm-hmm. it just funny because it sounds like he's like he doesn't want to talk to her because he's stressed about the subsequent conversations mm-hmm. but also how she is as a person on a superficial level like to, to, with the public yeah and just kind of funny because mm-hmm. it's like maybe he's not d- uh, trying to avoid it he just really just doesn't want to deal with her well like he told azumi that's her name right yep dr that- fujita after his dad so, left, she laid in his bed for two months just talking about wanting to kill herself. Yeah. And, like, that can fuck a kid up. Sorry, I dropped the chess piece. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, no, like, that's that shapes who he is. Yeah, like, I got interrupted in my thought when your chess piece fell. <laughs> Things are happening. I'm sorry. That's fine. When you see your mother or someone you know in your personal life in a way that's different than the way the world sees them, it just can really create this, like internal struggle i guess it is probably frustrating for him to see like everyone else's opinion of her when he's like Mm -hmm. but that's not who she is yeah like she's this beloved celebrity therapist but she fucked me up yeah like that's probably his internal battle and she can't fix me so i'm gonna fix myself and everybody else so they don't need therapy Mm -hmm. yeah like that's kind of his yeah character it seems like Mm-hmm. I love when he was denying his weird paraphilias. <laughs> He's just like, I am totally cured. And like, literally, the first introduction to him is like having sex in VR with some like octopus woman. Copulations with software yeah. is what Azumi said. <laughs> that's right. He was like, that's the most polite way to say what he was doing. <laughs> that's I, the way player. she phrases everything is always very fun. Diplomatic yeah. and... Like, unbiased, yeah. no matter what. She's like a true scientist. Like, just... She doesn't judge no. anyone. Check. Um... Yeah, what did his mom call it? Like masturbation, like marathons or something, like yeah. sessions or something yeah, like that. Sessions. <laughs> yeah, and then he was like, um, "Let's get back to the matter at hand." She's like, "Another masturbation." <laughs> He's just like <laughs> more frustrated. How, how do you talk to a therapist mother? Yeah, um, I I like the flashbacks, and I've, it was cool seeing just like the different takes on genres. That's what it kind of feels like. Like yeah. every iteration is so just much. a different type of show. Yeah. The like, lemur episode was probably my favorite episode of television. It was just so ridiculous when we were watching it. I was just like... But it was is, just so I, I easy to I, just accept that this was happening. Yeah. Well, it's like, I didn't sign up for this, but I want to know what's going to happen. Yeah. I was like... Because yeah. it just things keep happening, and it's just... You're just dropped in it, and the characters don't really catch you up until, like, the end. It's just like, mm. yeah, the lemur. Wendy. Like, you know. Yeah. You like, need to save Wendy from these, like, <laughs> Russian mobsters that own a fur shop or whatever the fuck oh, yeah. they were. I'll make a nice hat out of Wendy. That's fine. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I was just so enthralled by this absolutely batshit storyline. And all the characters were fun. But yeah. what's interesting, none of them existed, right, outside of the dream. No. The subsequent one, there were. Yes. Yeah. There were, like, crossovers. So, which is interesting. I wonder why that happened. Because they never met Greta. And Greta was in there. Yeah. Yes. So, I thought that was interesting. Because how would they know? Oh, I guess because pop culture. Pop culture and also, like, the computer, I feel like, is kind of inserting herself into their yeah, that's dreams. Yeah, that's okay. what, uh, isn't that what Azumi said? Kind that of, Greta yeah. was, like, inserting, like, she was a safety net. I think that yeah. was the safety net kicking in Got in yeah. episode five, the Don Quixote. Yeah. yeah. That he didn't know Dion, uh, He didn't know Don Quixote was a real book. Yeah. I never read it, but I know it's a book of uh, Wishbone. 
I'm uncultured and swine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah episode five, uh, Brett, you thought you were hoping it'd be a clue take. I thought like it was going to be like a clue. Murder like, mystery. Murder funny. mystery type thing, but it was more just like a heist weird thing. I it was, was cool, like, though. Inception, here we go. Yeah. Did you notice that uh, Robert was in episode five? The, the previous doctor? Yeah, yeah the yeah. one that died. Yeah. And Greta was just still like hung up about it, and so she brings him in as yeah. a corpse. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my I love God. the scene of Jonah Hill and Emma Stone dancing with him and his weird helmet. I was yeah. just like, what is happening? You saw that? Uh, I think it was on Reddit. The uh, the thing, the chairs they sit in. With I the, haven't. The, oh, it's like know, CPU fans. They're, they're yeah, the whole heat sink and like CPU yeah. fans, and then the ones that uh, the mom puts on or uh, Greta puts on when she takes a hit of the i think the b pill it's a bunch of serial ports all connected like glued together yeah and then the, the serial port going down from it i was like that's so that's so clever because it looks so sci-fi yeah you don't know what it is but it's really just heat off sinks. the shelf stuff like, <laughs> i was yeah. just looking at it, i was like it's just fucking heat sinks sitting on their ears yeah i was like maybe, maybe think of the uh, what, i didn't know that the yeah. phantom menace the, the communicator they have from 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 uh, the first movie yeah. is literally a lady's gillette razor with some fins added to it and painted silver <laughs> what yeah Look up uh, Qui Gon Jinn's uh, communicator. That's fucking yeah. terrible. Yeah. No, but like it's I didn't like know. Poem. I didn't know until somebody pointed out to me. Like, oh shit, yeah, that, that definitely is what that is. Uh, sci fi is hard. Sci fi is hard. Or it's really easy if you don't know anything. So far, how do you think this show is shaping out? Is it getting better? Like as you learn more, it's like Lost. Like I'm, I want to keep watching. I want to yeah. know more. Like I want to know. You want to binge it? Yeah, I really, I really do. But I'm like, yeah. I can't because if I do, what happened last time was I know too much and I feel like it influences the conversation. Right. Now I'm like at a good spot. I hate it. See, yeah. My mom had one of those yeah. razors. I hate it. Send it to me so I can put it in the link. Dump. <laughs> um, I hate this so much. <laughs> it's really good. It's it's a really good show because it's 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 effortless in its ability to kind of draw you in. Yeah. The director of the show, I think it's Carrie. Joji Fukunawa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's directing Corey. the next. Yeah, the next James Bond film. Oh, okay. So I'm interested to see... Is he directing every episode of this? I believe so. Season? Wow. That's pretty yeah. different. It's basically for... a long movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's what it feels like as far as like even like the characters and stuff. Like it doesn't feel like there's any breaks. Like this is all just like one continuous stream. Which I think a miniseries is supposed to do. Um, I think a lot of times it's hard though if you're on a different type of network where you have to... Um... Have like weekly releases. Right, and so to kind of keep the the, uh, the audience engaged. I, I think that The Stand is a good example of that. The one with Rob Lowe from way back. I think it was like a, five, a three or four part miniseries. Mm-hmm. And that one they did, I think, in a similar way. But it, I think because it was on, on TV itself back then, it was a little more challenging. It kind of cut it in a good way. Am I the only one that thinks that Rob Lowe looks like Justin Thoreau? No. I think they're so, like... They're very similar. They look just like each other, especially with his toupee. Yeah, I think I think we're... And in... Um, uh, I forget, The Left Behind, I think, is the, the, the TV show. Um, he was in another show about like people who got like raptured and stuff like that. Oh, he looks okay. very different. Okay. Right now, definitely like Rob Lowe. Okay. Yeah, actually, Rob Lowe, what was he in? He was in... Uh... I mean, Parks and Rec? Oh, no. Is that... Yeah, yeah, Parks and Rec, and then he was in um, the Super Troopers sequel. Oh, okay. I he haven't plays... seen that. He plays a guy. Back to the miniseries thing. <laughs> Sorry. Just, I feel like the biggest... Every time I have a thought, you guys go off on a tangent <laughs> or drop chess pieces. Flip the table. Rewind. Okay, I feel like the biggest, like advantage that they have is that they're not trying to do all this exposition right at the beginning where they're just kind of throwing you in the middle of all this action they're not giving you everyone's backstory right away because that's not important it's just very contained in this one environment yeah that's all that matters follow this journey that's all you worry about and i think like you're saying because it's a 
miniseries, the limited series, like they know how it's ending. So they know like, okay, we can wait to get into this as opposed to like, well, we don't know if we're going to get a second season. So mm-hmm. we have to explain it all right. and yeah. rush it. Right. And then retcon after the fact. Yeah. But, oh, that was a dream or something. Yeah. 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 That's a, so that's a good point. Shaping out to be highly rated for me. Same. Mm-hmm. Soundtrack is great. Like every time they go under, it just sounds great. So good. I, I think again, like I said last week, the aesthetics of the set pieces, mm-hmm. so good. Yeah, I just my like I love just catching the little things, like the fact that it's like futuristic world, and she's like typing on an old school typewriter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone called it cassette futurism or something. Oh, is that a thing? Maybe where it's like those... futuristics, but with old technology still. Maybe like yeah. re- retro futurism is another yeah. take on that too. Yeah. yeah, it's old is new and new is new. Mm-hmm. Like how the '60s pictured the future would be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So. That's a good point. Any more thoughts on Maniac, or is that pretty much it? We're going to get more into it next week. Finish yeah. it up, maybe. I like seeing Emma Stone and Jonah Hill together. They have really good chemistry. They, they do. do. Yeah. I saw a funny post on the subreddit that was like um, an unseen B-pill dream, and it was uh, Jonah Hill with his arm around Emma Stone from Superbad <laughs> <laughs> when they're in the cooking class. That's really funny. One, one more thing I want to say, like I like how it flipped in episode six where annie was trying to talk to owen and he was like very like pushing her back like i don't want to deal with this like you're crazy i'm not dealing with this and yeah. she's like no you were right i thought that was a nice role reversal mm-hmm. it makes me wonder on, on that lines if grimson is that, i think grimson or grisman uh that's like his alter ego brother yes if grimson. he's actually real like if what he's saying was actually he, he is schizophrenic but like this is not part of the schizophrenia yeah I mean, I don't know. I, don't I feel know. like the whole thing's a simulation. So it's all a dream. <laughs> it's turtles all the way down. Yeah. It's all just a sex software. Yeah. In Mantle Ray's <laughs> it's universe. A, it's a it's a fever dream of Mantle Ray. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. So and spoilers on that. Yeah. And uh, for this week's villains, we wanted to be topical and talk about Halloween, but not go to the movie theater. So we're talking about the OG Halloween, the nineteen seventy eight, Michael Myers. I'll talk about it later. That's but your I read... king. You can't do that. Oh, you're totally correct. <laughs> But I want to do that. <laughs> yeah, these pieces are really confusing. Yeah, I'm just take that. There we go. Eddie, I love the board you got me. Don't listen to them. <laughs> I didn't. Say, I was not paying attention. I'm too busy talking. I'll bring it up later. But I read the synopsis of the new Halloween. I'm sure it's. <laughs> it's getting good reviews. Yeah. Really? I thought it was getting bad. I heard. Reviews. I heard it was like a turd. I mean, it was. It came out last night. So. Oh, okay. So I mean. So me... all the people that want like it saw it last night. So that's probably where all the good reviews are coming yeah. from. So let me, because I saw that it had like a pretty high Rotten Tomatoes rating. Okay, that's that's a little bit more meaningful. RT, we'll look at the critics, I guess, see what the kind of yeah, the critics, the fan score doesn't really mean much. Anyway, I'll bring it up later after we talk about this one. Okay, it says Halloween 2018, but it has the Rob Zombie cover. So (laughs) that's why because they didn't add it. When we were trying to watch this on Google Play, I don't know if you tried it. We were looking for Halloween, and it was saying it had the description for the 1978 Halloween. But it was treating it as if it was the 2018 Halloween, so we couldn't read it on Google Play because it was like, this isn't out yet. But it is. Like, it had the 1978 Halloween poster, the description of 1978 Halloween, but then it said, like, Halloween 2018, and it wouldn't let us write it on Google Play. I was like, this is why technology fucking sucks. Uh, I'm on the verge of, like, dropping Amazon entirely. I saw your passive aggressive oh, God, tweet. I'm just so I saw your tweet, but why? It just all the little little annoyances between them and Google, and they're the ones being like the aggressors. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't even care. I have got my Alexas. Prime's gonna be a non-issue. I haven't seen any kind of like 
drama between them. I, I was still talking. It's the, the YouTube, the, the services offering. You can't Chromecast. You can't a ton like oh, Amazon yeah, app yeah. is the only app you can't Chromecast. Yeah, mm-hmm. we know. It, oh yeah, so yeah, okay, it's exactly. Like, I had to like, like cast my screen and then play it from my phone. And leave your phone unlocked. Yeah, and then it would just like stop playing sound halfway through. Yeah, like that is clearly an implementation issue on their end, mm-hmm. and they're just not supporting Chromecast because they have Fire Sticks and Fire TVs. Yeah, mm-hmm. which are garbage. But besides the point. Yeah. Um. All right. So where are we? Halloween. Mike, it's Mike Myers. Michael Myers. For watching the OG. Mike Myers is a. No, it's the guy who played uh, Awesome Powers. Yeah. Shrek. Yeah. Shrek. <laughs> the yeah. Goat. His more his, important role. <laughs> the goat. <laughs> this is his debut film. You didn't know that. <laughs> So Michael Myers. This is Shrek's backstory. <laughs> Wait, there's no swamp in this movie. Oh, I guess at the end. That's right. Yeah, he leaves for the swamp. That's why he hates people. <laughs> but he loves the segment. <laughs> like steam coming out of his ears. You gotta play the Flames bit. <laughs> on the side of my face. Anyway, we watched Halloween as our villain. <laughs> How many different intros to this segment are we gonna have? Uh, all of them. <laughs> We're going to keep going until you guys actually talk about the fucking movie, not Shrek. (laughs) Shit posting on a podcast. Far far above that. (laughs) She's like laughing, but she's like, God damn it. Doesn't want to laugh. So we watched Halloween for (laughs) our villain of the week. Jamie Lee Curtis's debut movie, but not her debut, like television we but she was up. just like extra small yeah. roles this but, was her, her debut movie and i wonder how she got the role for this movie when she just had kind of like nothing i wonder if the budget for this movie was like shitty this was a uh, low budget film mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, I mean i could tell but, but i wonder for the era like yeah it was... i wonder if they like took that and were like well let's just get some whatever actress who no one really knows because she's cheap and then it was just like boom, i mean that's probably it they were yeah. like she's pretty she can act decently. Okay, so mm. speaking of the pretty thing. Okay, so the picture of her, of her the was her character's name, Lori Lori Strode. Yeah. Her picture on like a Wikipedia article, bad picture. She's actually attractive in the film. Like she's not a bad looking person. She has a weird voice. <laughs> like she has a very like deep. I, like she's got probably got more. She probably really had more testosterone in her body, so she has like yeah. a very different look than the it, conventional. I just couldn't buy her as a sixteen year old. Like oh no, no. it just it, <laughs> she was only twenty. I know, but still, it no, just like she looked older than twenty. I mean, older than uh, sixteen. Yeah, it just threw me off. So did her peers though too. None of them looked no. really. The only no. looked young was the Annie? one, the one that was watching the little girl Annie. Yeah, yeah. She looked young. the first one that died. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah, yeah. you've never <laughs> seen this. People die. Forty year old movie. Actually, wow, it is forty year olds. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? That's why this new one came out. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Weird. <laughs> Weird how that happens. Uh, um. This movie wasn't good. <laughs> it, okay, so this is this is my perspective on it. I did not enjoy watching this. I got very bored. <laughs> this is definitely not. Had like, you seen it before? A long time ago. Okay. Yeah. My my whole thing is I think because and what triggered this thought was the thing being on TV uh, during one of the sequences. Because we're so used to a certain type of film now. This is not at all engaging. It's very slow paced. Mm-hmm. The anticipation builds. It's very much there, but just not the same like yeah. intensity. Same thing with like the thing. Like watching the thing back when it first came out, like the original one, it was intense because first of all, the resolution of screens were much lower, so mm-hmm. the 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 uh, uh, fun- functional um, like prosthetics and everything else, or, sorry, practical prosthetics um, and practical effects were so much harder to notice. Mm-hmm. It was much more intense. Um, so I think. Having watching this now, everything is just like, oh my god, she got stabbed. But really, it's like ketchup. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. you can see like it. the slash on her arm oh, was like she would have had a huge gash. It would have been like pouring blood yeah. all down her arm, but it was just like, eat yeah. or a the way, paper cut. Or even the way like the different characters got killed, like 
you wouldn't be dead right away. But, like, the faces they made when they died were hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like, when Annie died and her eyes just, like, dramatically rolled back and she slumps forward. Yeah, okay, onto the... yeah. speaking of that, she slumps <laughs> forward and the horn goes. I'm like, no, you yeah. are yeah. not anywhere near the horn right now. Yeah. What is going on here? And the yeah. car wasn't even, like, on. No. Well, you, know, I mean, you like, can still honk the, the horn. horn without your car on. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to edit that did you, out. Did you know that? <laughs> you did. Pause for edit. <laughs> cut, cut, done. No. Um... The one that bothered me the most was when he choked Linda with the phone cord. Like, he was not even, like, pulling it tight I, enough around I thought her. what bothered you the most is when he stabbed Bob and he hung in the cupboard with the knife. That bothered me more. You're you right. You got, like, okay. legitimately so mad. You see how long the knife is. It's, it's like, long. a pretty big, like, kitchen knife, but it's not a sword. And it's, like, you have to assume that it's deep enough through his body into the wall to support his weight and still have, like, part of the knife and the handle sticking out. Like, yeah. No, I, I have that a knife fucking that is that big. I'll show you guys when you come over. It's like, but that like, knife he was holding like was big. not that. Oh no, big. definitely not. Definitely yeah. not. I was so irritated. I by did that. like the uh, earlier sequence when he's a kid and he kills the his sister. Uh, where the babysitter. No, no, the first person kills his sister. I'm pretty sure it's, it's a babysitter. his babysitter. No, no, and canonically it's his sister. The very, the very when he's a kid. Yes. When he's a kid. That's his babysitter. That's his sister. That's his babysitter. I'm gonna fact check it. I'm gonna fact check it. It's his babysitter. Then kills his mom. Okay, so all right, so canonically, before the most recent movie came out, wasn't his sister. In this in this film, we, that's not a sister. And then canonically, she is his biological sister. Lori. Lori is. So there's three kids. There's the girl he killed himself, and then Lori. They're all related, but they don't establish that at all. He kills himself. What? No, 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 no. They don't you just said himself. He said the siblings were the girl he kills in the beginning. Himself. And then Lori. he doesn't kill them. They're all siblings. He doesn't He's just kill saying himself. that they're siblings. They're all three siblings. So he kills okay. the other girl. Lori is his sister, but she doesn't know that he's. That they're 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 siblings. Okay. And so because she's adopted later on by his her actual family. The Strodes. Correct. This is too much lore. I don't Wait, where did this like all not, come out? This is nine It's on the wiki. It's on Wikipedia. I know, but like, did this come out? It, in, it's like, across sequels. Mul- mul- yeah, yeah. Multiple okay. films. So there was Halloween H two O. I think it was where she, it's like twenty years later. Yeah. So she, Michael's my brother. is a scene in there. A whole scene like that happens. Okay. Um, she finds out. No, it, it's very convoluted. And yeah. I, I don't expect most people to know. Based uh, on this movie alone, we didn't get that. And. Yeah. And th- this will go into my problem with this character as a villain. We don't. Why is he killing people? That was my yeah. biggest fucking thing. He has no like, motivation. And so that, that's why the the Rob Zombie one got a lot of good reviews is because they actually delved into why is he killing people? His psyche. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is just like he's just the ultimate slut shamer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you saw that too. <laughs> no, I didn't see it. Oh no, because there's a whole there's a whole analysis of the film. I read this after I watched it uh, this morning. The whole analysis of the film that Laurie is pure. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Michael's just killing all these, like, you know, very Slutties. slutty characters. And that's why she lives. Right. But John Carver's like, that's, no, that's not what it's about. Because no. just, just, he still tried to it, kill her. Yeah. yeah. Like he tried. That's, that's not, not a good meta-analysis. It's just like, no. he's he's crazy. He's killing people. Yeah. But it just seems like he was going after sluts. Yeah. yeah. Sluts. That's a good enough motivation, I guess, for the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. He must have been a conservative. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's a great villain. He's just an iconic and when people think of Halloween oh, yeah. as like an event in like horror movies, it's like you obviously think of John Carpenter and Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Carpenter and Craven, I think the two big, big mm-hmm. horror guys. I find, even though this movie was not great, I find this character more interesting than Freddy Krueger or um, Jason. I think Jason's more interesting as a character, at least personally. Right, yeah. Uh, the, uh, my problem with Jason, because they're very similar kind of characters, they are. Is Jason seems to be supernatural. Yes. Whereas Mike Myers just seems to be well, crazy. I mean, he yeah. he is also kind of supernatural. He took how many bullets in this 
movie and he lives and yeah. how many times does he He's not die shot like four or five times yeah. i think mm-hmm. pretty much any sort of horror movie like this they're all like some sort of supernatural the, the suspension of belief that that person would, yeah wouldn't die i just think jason Voorhees definitely more supernatural and he I think he's a more interesting character because of all the mommy issues and like the resentment towards the camp because yeah. of what happened to him. I so think he that... has more motivation. Yeah. yeah, more motivation. And like you can kind of... I Empathize? Did... Empathize? <laughs> I was like, you can kind of get behind <laughs> him. But... I'm sorry, what? <laughs> but no, you can't. I'm terrifying. <laughs> I'm going to go. <laughs> Me too. He's like, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> This is um, why I'm listening to murder podcasts. <laughs> I'm looking for the signs. See, you can't see the signs on Arsenic. So, anything else about no. Michael Myers? It's just know. a shitty movie. It is really bad. The You didn't like Annie and Linda's acting? Oh, my God. They were terrible. Even when they, like, the dead bodies were moved and, like, she Lori runs into them. She's The the one in the closet is doing, like, the yeah. face. I'm like, no, your mouth will be closed. You'd be starting to get stiff and be stuck that way. Like, go away. Rigor mortis kicks in after, like, two hours. Yeah. Something like that. Okay, Why do you not, know that? Maybe not yet. What? Why do you know that? Murder podcast. Science. Staircase. Staircase. The staircase. It's, it's a Netflix TV. It's oh, a, it's a, it was like a it's like a making yeah. a murder type thing about it, Michael Peterson. It came out in what, like 2004? It came out in like 2000. 2010 and then they added like a couple episodes after like certain things happened in his case and then they released it on netflix last year i legitimately thought you're talking about the staircase scene when you get like stabbed and pushed over no i'm talking about like the series (laughs) it's actually a really good series i recommend it the staircase i got i gotta find something listening to on the way to california so oh wait it's netflix yeah Yeah. can't do that that's not safe so that's it for michael myers yeah yeah mike myers the comedian michael myers (laughs) anyway um, his career is done the remake or sequel i guess it's kind of an unofficial sequel the one that just came out yeah okay um it has an 80 percent on rotten tomatoes very nice and critics or audience i think both that's if usually usually like the audience score isn't super high like like in the 90s and then the critic score is really really low usually it's like 60s and then the critic score is like in the fives or or the four, 40s or 50s. I can word. <laughs> Words like, are hard. In the five yeah. percents? Um, the five percents. So it's... Some movies. Like, the summary is just, like, it's about Lori. She's older now, obviously, because Jamie Lee Curtis is older. What? Her daughter is Judy Greer, and she has a granddaughter who's, like, 15, 16. Nice. And Mike Michael Myers comes back. He does the Mike. That's it. Whoa. That's basically so it. And, he... like, her and her daughter are estranged because Lori, like lives her life and like she like fortifies her house because she's afraid of he's a recluse because he keeps Myers. coming back yeah this fucking guy and so she's just, her daughter's just like you're crazy yeah. i mean you you would think so uh so fun fact this movie is the is a sequel to the one we just watched not to the any other, any other films yeah. yeah so it completely mm-hmm. ignores anything that's happened which yep. is weird who's directing this new one is it i know not the same that guy danny mcbride dead. is involved yeah, Danny McBride actually can do... Oh, he wrote some of this, I think. Yeah. He was like a co-writer. Yeah, I think we talked about that before. Yeah, we did. Um, he's actually, as a as a serious individual, he's actually really good at doing what he does. Oh, he's branching out. Because yeah. he was in uh, Prometheus, right? He was an actor in <laughs> yeah, Texas. Yeah, yeah Texas, Texas. He actually yeah. did really good in that movie. Yeah, I still he haven't was... seen that. It's good. Was it? Okay. I For what it is, it's a fine watch. Wait, was it Prometheus or was it Covenant? I think it was Covenant. Covenant? The sequel. It was the... Yeah, which Covenant was a shitty fucking movie, but he did a good job for what he had. I mean, after watching Prometheus, I'm like, well, it can't be that bad. Yeah. Um, For what Covenant was, it was... It was directed by David Gordon Green. Don't know who that is. Don't know who that is. It's a Blumhouse production. That's interesting. And it was written by Danny McBride, David Gordon Green, and Jeff Bradley. 
Huh. It being a Blumhouse is interesting. Why? Because that's not a big... That, I mean, it's got a lot of movies, but it's not like ordinarily a, a big budget film. But they've been getting bigger. True. Their budgets True. have been getting bigger. So I'm True. sure this movie had a budget of Who's like publishing? 10 to 20 million. Hmm? Who's publishing or, or distribution? Um, usually Blumhouse is like a... Uh, distributed but... by Universal. Okay, that's why. It's yeah. a Miramax, Blumhouse, Trankus, oh. Roughhouse. Oh, okay. Production. All hands on deck. Mm-hmm. We got anything else we want to talk about? David Gordon Green directed Pineapple Express. That makes sense. That's how he. That's how Danny McBride. That's interesting too, then, because that's a way different film. Yeah. What else? Yeah. What else has he done? That's um, it. <laughs> I'm looking at things that like I recognize and. They're probably all. Sh- they're probably I don't like, recognize yeah. any of this. Shit. Okay. Probably stuff I'd watch. <laughs> probably. So that's how the budget is so cheap. I'm sure. Again, yeah. there's a pattern. Yeah. I'm interested to see how it really does this next like two weeks then. Mm-hmm. So, but they got Judy Greer. She's. They already made their money back. Oh, did they? Yeah. They doubled it. Oh. It's, the budget was 10 to 15 million. They Boom. already made 33 million. Oh, they're Yeah. It's going to hit like 100, 200 million. Beautiful. Yeah. That's a huge part. Half their budget went to getting Jamie Lee Curtis, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, She's, what is she? Yeah, I guess. Activia. <laughs> what has she been doing lately? <laughs> Activia. What's she was, Activia? She was in a Scream Queens and she was on New Girl for a couple episodes. Not much. Yeah. Not much. She hasn't Activia. Done much. So, probably not, then. Activia commercials. Oh! That, you keep saying that. I'm like, what the fuck is Activia? Fucking fiber yogurt. That's She's, cool. So, you can poop correctly. Got it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to do here. I'm, I'm okay. Just, I'm really stuck. Uh, do you want to call it? Yeah. Because we can wrap up the episode. You're going to win this one. Hey. Good game. <laughs> That'll do it for this week. We're done. We went over Maniac. We're probably going to finish it up next week. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have a different spoopy movie discussion next week. Because it's gonna, this episode's coming out, or 169 is gonna come out on Halloween or the night before. So we we're should wear a, costumes and so no one can I'll see them. One. I will wear one. <laughs> it's gonna get so hot. <laughs> it's gonna get Depends so Depends on what his costume is. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Could be nothing Ooh. at all. <laughs> it's uh, gonna be Adam and Eve. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I'll grow my hair out. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you go to our Twitter, chess underscore talk, and send us your movie suggestions. Or you can email us at chestalkpodcast at gmail.com. Send us a movie suggestion. We'll watch it. We'll talk about it. That's all I got. Tell your friend. Tell your mom. Tell your dog. Tell your dog. He's probably really interested in whatever you're going to talk about. Yeah. It'll put him to sleep. It's okay. That's right. (laughs) Anything else? Are we good to end it? Call it. We're good here. Thanks, Mike Myers. Thanks. Yeah, you're you're a class class act. Samba.